words fall short. I got nothing new. How could I express all my gratitude? I could sing these songs as I often do. Hey friends, happy Wednesday. Thanks for joining me again today. This past Friday, our son Dylan got married. It was a beautiful day and his bride Devin looked absolutely stunning. A wedding ceremony is just the absolute best reminder of what real love is and how it is such a gift from God. The bride and groom make vows and commitments to put one another first to love unconditionally, to honor and respect each other in good times as well as in hard times. In our humanity, we know that we'll fall short, but I'm so grateful that God never will. He is a perfect promise keeper. In any case, as you can imagine, the weeks leading up to the wedding and reception were pretty busy and our days were filled with running here and there to pick up this or that, drop it off at such and such a location, then head home to check something else off our list, and often to be reminded of one more thing that needed to be added. I was having a conversation with Emily DiLorenzo at the office one day a couple of weeks ago, and she was talking about how full her schedule was as well. Not that she was planning a wedding, but she has a long list of to-dos of her own, as, as we all do, regardless of our particular circumstances. Well, as we were chatting about our packed calendars, or maybe we were even texting, I can't remember, but she said something that resonated so deeply with me. She said, I looked at my calendar and across the top I wrote, what I get to do. Did you catch that? Not what I have to do, or obligations that I can't get out of, or burdens, commitments, or constraints on my time. No, she wrote things I get to do. That statement is, or can be, such a game changer. Emily said, Even though my schedule is a little tighter than normal, it's important for me to remember what a gift all these things are. Can you imagine how much happier we'd be if we didn't allow a busy calendar to weigh us down, but rather took a minute to thank God for all the good gifts these busy days represent? Rather than seeing the many tasks that feel overwhelming, We could see the healthy body that is able to get up, move, breathe, and make progress. I think looking through the lens of gratitude can change everything. I remember several years ago when I was doing the wash one day, and after what seemed like 1,000 loads, I started thinking, why do my kids have to change clothes 10 times a day? And why are there so many dirty socks? And why can't I just have a laundry lady? Then the thought occurred to me. I'm pretty sure it was the Holy Spirit. I heard, not audibly, but in my soul, these clothes are evidence of four precious kids that God has blessed us with. This mountain of laundry is an indication that we have money to buy clothes for them. And this washing machine is working because we're able to pay the water and heating bills. And we live in this house with a roof over our heads. And on and on these thoughts swirled around. And before too long, I was literally thanking Jesus for my kids, my husband, my house, and even this giant pile of never-ending laundry. 
Shifting from complaining about what needed to get done to remembering all the gifts God had poured out on me changed my whole day, or at least the time it took me to finish the wash and fold and put away those clothes. I want my default reaction to be a, to a busy calendar or having to function on max capacity for a season to be one that looks for the gifts and then gives thanks to God for them instead of complaining that my plate is too full or bemoaning and begrudging all the tasks on my to-do list. We're actually instructed in scripture to do all things without grumbling or arguing. I read an article from a Christian magazine that gave a definition on grumbling and complaining. It said, quote, Grumbling is more than the voice of discontentment. It is also the voice of unbelief. We grumble when our faith in God's good purposes falters. Unwilling to trust that God is crafting this disappointment for our good, we have eyes only for the painful now. End quote. I think the only way we can cultivate that mindset is to see above the circumstance or the gigantic pile of laundry and see that God is able to strengthen and uphold us and then trust that he is doing good even when we feel overwhelmed. I also think it starts by looking through the lens of faith and always involves finding the gift and the blessing, being willing to say thank you God for this, this full calendar, these long days, this to-do list, these arguments and disagreements. Thank you, God, for the strength, peace, and patience you give me and for sustaining me. I think we have to listen to the Spirit and remind our souls that our God is good and is doing good and is, in fact, worthy to be praised in every circumstance. So today I'm sharing a song by Brandon Lake called Gratitude. I love the lyrics and the truth in them, especially the verse that says, I've got one response, I've got just one move, with my arm stretched wide, I will worship you. And then the bridge says, so come on my soul, oh don't you get shy on me, lift up your song, because you've got a lion inside of those lungs, get up and praise the Lord. So good, right? I think you'll love the song, so click the link below and listen to the whole thing. I hope it will encourage you like it did me. I want to be known as a person who gives thanks and expresses gratitude, even when things are busy or overwhelming. Not because I'm out of touch or unaware of the struggle, but because I'm walking by faith in a God who sees and who cares in the middle of it. Don't take for granted the things on your calendar, but rather see them as blessings and then give thanks to the giver of such good gifts. So come on my soul, oh don't you get shy on me, lift up your soul. You've got a lion inside of those lungs Get up and praise the Lord Oh, come on my soul Oh, don't you get shy on me Lift up your songs 